Hey guys, it's me, Brandy, coming to you on behalf of the Unschooled and Ordinary team. Recently, we've been talking about embracing the stories and our scars on the podcast and on Sunday mornings, so we wanted to share some really special stories of not only desolation, grief, anxiety, forgiveness, but of hope, joy, trust, and reconciliation. These stories are vulnerable and painful, but they all shine a light on God and His faithfulness in our darkest times. In today's episode, Ron Kane shares his story of desolation and finding a way out with our house church director and Mr. Commentary himself, Ben Wade. We hope you are as encouraged by this conversation as we have been. Hey, well, what's up, everybody? And welcome to a special bonus conversation with my main man, Ron Kane. Hey, we have just come out of week two of our Hide It or Heal It series, where we are talking about how God takes the broken things, the broken places in our life, the broken places in our hearts, the wounds that we have that we might not even know exist, and how He mends them and how He heals them. And the stories, that come from those scars. Um, we're coming off a of week two where we heard Kyle uh, talk and teach teach us on this idea of desolation um, and what it looks like to just walk through a really, really dark season um, of life. And so, like I said, this is a special bonus conversation, and I'm joined by Ron Kane. Um, and so couldn't be more excited to, to get to hang out with him for, for a little while. So, Ron, welcome. Thank you. And just man, hey, just start and just kind of introduce yourself to all of our listeners, all of our people, um, and tell tell us a little bit about you and your family and and how long you've been at Venture. All right, yes, I've been at Venture for I guess forty plus years. I was here when we called Jeff Clark to be our youth pastor, so mm. that's how long I've been here and got to serve in a lot of good roles: um, parking lot, teaching youth Sunday school, um, elder a couple of times over, uh, deacon. Uh, Usher, uh, you know, just about everything you could do. So it's all been very good. Side note, you know this. I enjoy telling everybody I know that you were my Sunday school teacher. <laughs> um, and just, but, but I don't say that lightly. I say that um, gratefully because of the impact and the influence that you had on my life for a long time. Thanks. Um, and so currently serving as an elder Correct. of our church. Correct. Um, so just have have served in so many different ways and so many different um, avenues uh, here at Venture. And so the passage that we're in that Kyle taught from is Job chapter 23. And let's start our conversation by revisiting uh, that passage. Job chapter 23, beginning of verse 8. But if I go to the east, he is not there. If I go to the west, I do not find him. When he is at work in the north, I do not see him. When he turns to the south, I catch no glimpse of him, but he knows the way I take. When he has tested me, I will come forth as gold. Mm-hmm. Now, Ron, I, I want to ask you this. All of those things that you listed and all of those different ways that you have served um, and so faithfully followed the Lord, there's never, there's probably never been a hard season or a dark season <laughs> in your life, right? Uh. Uh, that would be negative. But, uh, <laughs> I certainly have had my share, but uh, one particular. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming today. And just kind of, if you would, man, just kind of unpack that yeah, for us. What did that I season will. of life look like for you? So I was here at the church serving and uh, just kind of going about life in a normal manner. And um, 
about, I guess about 30 years ago, it was Christmas Eve Eve that my former wife said, uh, hey, um, when Christmas is over, I'm going to leave you. Mm. I plan on leaving. So, hey, Merry Christmas. You Mm. know, that's that was certainly a blow that I wasn't expecting. So I remember that night putting my head on the sofa, on the arm of the sofa, and I, my prayer was, God, I don't know where this is going to end up, but I want to be better on the other side. Mm. And that was, that was really the only thing I knew to pray other than just, I don't want this to happen. Please don't let this happen. But, but I knew that, that I needed to be better, whatever happened. So that was kind of my journey. So for the next 18 months, we were separated, and um, and God just poured into me. I mm. mean, it's without question the most incredible growth for me as a person. Mm. I mean, hands down. I, I the, the the things He taught and showed me in those eighteen months. Um, I, I wouldn't be sitting here today. I, I know I wouldn't. Mm. So I, I kind of leaned into him, and um, I knew, I said, A, I got to surround myself with good people. I got to surround myself with godly people, because the world will give you some pretty crummy advice. Mm. So I knew I needed to be around some good guys. So I, I did that. I, I knew I needed to be in the Word. And what I did for me is when I found, you know, Craig preached on this Sunday. When I found a promise, I hung on to it. Mm. I wrote it down, and I would write it on the back of my business card and put it in my pocket, and I'd memorize it. So all through the week, I'd be on the elevator, and I'd pull it out. I'd look at it, and I'd memorize that verse because when I prayed, I wanted to say, this is what you promised. Mm. And, you know, one of my favorite scriptures, God says, test me in this. I mean, he's a big boy. Mm. Test me. Um, So I began to keep kind of a journal of my um, promises that he had made to me, to us, to all of us. And that, that was kind of was my prayer through that time. And, you know, we've talked about this in the book of John, at the end of John, he says, if you could write down everything Jesus did, you couldn't fill the world up with all the books. And What a cool verse. Uh, Maybe the coolest thing. I know. So I felt the same way when I look back over my life I couldn't fill up, I could fill up a book with all the things he did along the way that just reminded me that he was there, mm. that he's, that I got you, that, um, that I, I've got you. In Job, it's funny, you, if we're even in Job, because I was reading through Job during this really tough time, and everybody has cornerstone moments. Mm. Everybody has these moments where, they get this aha from God that, I, okay, I get it. And I was reading through Job, and I wouldn't voice it out loud, but I was feeling like Job. Why, why me, God? I, I serve you. I'm a good guy. I'm a good, I'm a good father. I'm a good husband. Why is this happening to me? And I get to the part of Job when God says, all right, Job, gird up your loins like a man, and I'm going to answer you. And I really didn't want to read any farther because I knew it was coming. But I read through that and where God just just reminds Job, like, where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? Do you know where it is? Mm. And I get to a verse in Job where he says, um, have you ever in your life commanded the morning or caused the dawn to know its place? And when I read that, I stopped reading 
And I remember saying out loud, I didn't tell the son to come up today, God, you did. Mm. And that was one of those cornerstone moments that I knew from then on, whatever happened, God had me. Mm. God made the son come up this morning. He can certainly take care of my life. And to this day, matter of fact, this morning I was running unbelievable orange sunrise. And I just, I can't help but smile when I see that and go, it's just God's way of going, man, I got you. I got you. So that was kind of one of my turning points to be able to just kind of turn everything over and say, you know, whatever happens, God, you you got me. And um, I, I just share that with other people, whether they're in periods of illness or sickness or whatever it is, God, God made the sun come up today, mm-hmm. and he's got you. You know, a couple of things that I want to maybe drill down into a little bit and un- unpack some more is during that period of time, I think you, you might have said maybe 18 months of just a really, really hard time, but, but such a growth time. In the middle of that season, um, did you see it? What did you feel it as a growth time, or were there some hard days in there? Oh, there were some terrible days in there. But the the funny thing about God's comfort, and I didn't get this till you go through this, mm. is that I may not have been happy, but for whatever crazy reason, I had joy, and I can't explain that. I mean, it just doesn't make sense to the world that you're going through this. Was I happy? Absolutely not. But it, at night, when my head hit the pillow, I slept. God just kind of put me to bed and went, hey, I'm going to be up anyway. I got this. And I just, <laughs> I slept. And that doesn't make sense to the world. The world would say I should be up worrying every minute. And and I just figured out. Matter of fact, you, you hit on something that I've dawned on me this week while I was reading through something. Is it the times I felt like you wasn't around close enough to me? I think was probably because he wasn't doing what I wanted him to do Mm. when I wanted him to do it. Mm. And it it just kind of dawned on me that he he hadn't gone anywhere. I just felt distant because he wasn't doing what I wanted. Mm. And that hurts to hear. Mm -hmm. It hurts to even say it, but it's it's so true. Mm. That's good. The second thing is... You talked a lot about the promises from Scripture mm-hmm. that you clung on, clung to, cling to, clung to, clung on to, <laughs> held on to. Held there on we to. go. Held there we go. Um, and I wish everybody could see multiple sheets of paper. Yeah. Um, and you held it up while I go to me and said, "Here's the here's the promises." J- can you just share some of those with us, if you don't mind? Oh, I mean, goodness, how many? So it was it was so interesting too. You know, God tells me if if you seek me, I'm a, you're gonna find me. So it wasn't like I was reading through Lamentations trying to find God. I would just I would start reading through the New Testament. And it would lead me to this. It lead me to that. And He just always showed up. I mean, all these promises about. Um, um, I'm never going to leave you or forsake you. Cast your anxieties on me, for I care. Um, There's one in here that I was looking for that just says, do you not know, have you not heard? I'm the God of the universe. I created everything. I can certainly take care of you. Mm. Um, uh, The the 
promises he made for my, for my family, for my kids, you know, train up a child in the way he should go, you mm. know, that, that I didn't want this season to affect them. Mm. And, um, just, he just taught me how to do things. I would, I, I would not be able to have this conversation, uh, greater is he who's in you than he is in the world. I mean, that's good to know the world's pretty crummy, but I, <laughs> But I got a bigger God than that. Uh, if you lack wisdom, ask him. John, uh, James, if you, if you want wisdom, ask me and I'll pour it out on you. So when I had difficult decisions to make, it was God promised me wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. I'll, I'll help you figure the difficult things out. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like you said, pages upon, cease striving and know that I'm God. Cast your burden upon the Lord, and He will sustain you. He will never allow the righteous to be shaken. I mean, that's just good stuff to know when you're in those times. And I got to say, too, I love your Bible. <laughs> it is, um, those pages have been turned <laughs> quite a few times. Um, it, is, it is marked up. And, uh, I keep it duct taped good. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. Ron, how have, how have you seen God use the stories that have, that are in your scars? Well, you're certainly sensitive to others, uh, to the point where, um, I've had people that knew me, knew my story, maybe wasn't friends with walk in my office. And I looked at them and knew what they came in there for Mm. and just said, sit down. And they would start, my wife left me or this happened or that happened. And I'm empathetic. I've been there. I know that hurt. I know what it feels like to literally physically hurt when mm. your chest just hurts. And um, to be able to just look at him and go, hey, been there. Uh, let me tell you what's on the other side. Let me mm. tell you what he's going to do during this time. And, and can do it with great confidence and um, assurance to them. And there's a couple of things, you, get, you know, you got to play your part. You got to surround yourself with good people. You got to get in the Word. Hmm. You got to feed yourself these promises, and you got to talk to God. Hmm. You got to you got to pray. You got to get on. He he he's going to listen to you. So that's probably the three things you you got to play a part in. Hmm. That's so good. I love how you said that. You got we got to feed ourselves those promises. Well, one, if you had one last word of encouragement, I mean, those three points there are strong, but if you had one last word of encouragement for somebody that finds himself in a season of desolation, what feels like what feels like God's abandoned them, and they look around like Job said, and I don't see him anywhere, yeah. how, how would you encourage that person today? I got a great verse for him. Great verse. So I found this verse. I don't even know how by accident. It's in Joel. Now, how many people read Joel? <laughs> I mean, it's not something you talk about. In Joel 2, I think it's 25, says, Then I will make up to you the years the swarming locust has eaten. Hmm. And I saw that verse, and I thought, man, could that really be possible? And in my situation, so... Every situation is different. What that looks like is going to be different in everybody's life. My situation was a, a remarriage. Been married now for 27 years. Um, unbelievable marriage. I mm. mean, just the greatest marriage anybody could ever want. And it's how he repaid me. A friend of mine had a very difficult childhood. And um, just the joys of childhood just sucked out of his life. 
And um, we were talking about this one day, and I, I read this verse to him. He said, it's already happened. He said, I'm a um, PE teacher. Hmm. He said, I go to school all the day, and I get to go on the playground and play with kids all day. Hmm. God's already restored that. <laughs> so for him, it looked totally different. But he recognized that. That's amazing. So God promises that he's going to restore what the locust has eaten from our life. That's so awesome. That's a good Thank word. you for sharing that verse. And I, I'm going to put you on the spot. I, I haven't, didn't give you a heads up that I was going to do this, but I, I want to ask you to pray for our folks, to yeah. pray for, for, um, for our people and what they might be going through um, in this season, if you don't mind. Oh, not at all. Let's pray. Lord, we do come to you uh, boldly and, and with confidence because not only did you tear the veil, but um, you've, you've instructed us, you've asked us to come to you and lay our burdens on you because you care for us, to lay our anxieties at your feet, that you are more than capable, more than able to carry that. So, God, for those that are listening, that are just carrying heavy burdens this week, God, I, I pray that they will just kneel before you, kneel before the throne of grace and just empty that burden at your feet and ask for direction, God. You will pour wisdom out on them if they'll just ask. God, I pray that as a church, we'll come beside them. We will lift them up. Uh, we'll uh, encourage them and love on them. And God, I pray that they'll ask that some people are, are, are struggling alone. And uh, we've got way too big a church for anybody to s struggle alone. So I'd encourage anybody to, to do that, to ask for help. God, bless our church. Bless this season we're in. And, and all that we do, let us lift you up and glorify you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Ron, thank you so much for your time. Um, and thank you for sharing and just thank you for how you've just faithfully walked and, and led and encouraged so many of us. Yeah. Good to be among the uh, podcast greatness today. So. <laughs> well, hey, you made it easy. I just, I just got to listen. So, hey, thanks for tuning in. Um, we'll be back with more bonus conversations. Man, we're praying for you. We love you. I hope you have a great week. Thank you for listening and embracing the stories of our scars. If you were encouraged by this story, tune in for more bonus episodes about stories of faith and healing. You can find the link in the show notes where you'll also find ways to share your story, mental health resources, and messages or podcast episodes related to this story. Remember, our stories have power. So share this story with a friend and be faithful to share your story of what God has done. We've got something really special to announce in the next few weeks. So come back next week to find out more.